Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name is Rick Smith. I'm here with my friend Todd Wagner. How you doing, Todd? I'm doing well, Rick. Hello. Well, listen, we've gotten this question in different ways, and here it goes. What is the best way to educate my kid? Homeschool, <laughs> private school, or public school? What should I do? Yeah, this is a, a deeply personal question. Let's just talk about why it should be, because children are probably the great, well, they are, the children are a gift of the Lord, Psalm 127 says. They're like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children's of one's youth. So the way you aim an arrow is going to determine where it's going to fly. And when you raise a child, okay, it is an incredible stewardship responsibility. You know, they're, they're quote-unquote my children, but I don't think they're my children. They're God's children that I have stewardship of, okay? Now, let me just say this. Whatever we do in terms of educating our children, and typically when we think of education in that way that I just said it, Rick, how do we think about education? I mean, you, you send them somewhere and let... Someone train them? Train right, them but we're like, thinking like about... Not biblical education. Like There we go. We're thinking yeah. about reading, Science, math. writing, arithmetic. Yep. All right? The three R's. And um, about grammar and things like that. Gotcha. There are people that are so passionate about this topic that they believe that you should never have your child underneath anybody that is not a devoted follower of Christ. And therefore, they either homeschool or want to put them in a Christian school with which they agree with the doctrinal statement. There's some Proverbs that they throw out. Proverbs 14.7 says, Leave the presence of a fool, or you will not discern words of knowledge. Proverbs 26.8 says, Like one who binds a stone in a sling, so is he who gives honor to a fool. And teachers are in positions of honor. So why would you want to violate the scripture and put your kid in an environment or a classroom where somebody, a teacher, an authority person, who's teaching them that they've got to get honor to, who's a fool because they reject Christ, maybe even living a... Uh, a very outward lifestyle that, that is uh, in rebellion to Christ. Why would you do that? You're violating Scripture. Okay, that is just a misunderstanding of what those verses are talking about. Um, it's not talking about giving honor to somebody who can speak to a topic. It's talking about fellowshipping with that person, making them a companion with you, having them inform your worldview. Now, there's no question when you're in a public school and teachers teach about history, worldview comes to play and uh, other documents. But I want to say this. There are good truths that are taught in public schools, and there is error taught in Christian schools, okay? Um, we as parents are doing our best to raise up our children in different ways. But what you've got to do is ask yourself, what's the best environment for me? The Bible doesn't tell us on this topic. It's, it's an area of, it's a matter of conscience, okay? Whatever you do, you've got to be fully convinced that it's what's best for your arrows. Some people believe that we need to protect our children from the evils that are in the world. Other people go, I'm training my child to be effective in this world, and part of their education to be in the world and not of it, as Jesus says in John 17, is to be with them while they're growing up in an environment that isn't going to be ultimately um, determining what they honor. We talk about that at home, and I want to say that right here. Wherever you educate your children, it needs to be a supplement to what you're doing not a substitute for what you're doing. We talk about this all the time with our youth ministry here. When we're trying to disciple your kids, raise up your kids in the way of righteousness, that should be a supplement to what you're doing, never a substitute for your role. Now, I don't know if, if you have to be the one. I don't believe you have to be the one that teaches your kid how to read and write, but you better be the one that teaches your kid that if they don't interpret what they read and if they don't write things that are consistent with God, it will not go well with them. Okay, uh, even what we find in Deuteronomy chapter six, okay, about uh, the great command that Moses gives the people of Israel. I just want to read it to you here in Deuteronomy chapter six. He says this: "Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God; the Lord is one, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might." 
Uh, it says, these words which I am commanding you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your sons. You shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way. When you lie down, when you rise up, you shall bind them as a sign on your hand. And they shall be as frontals on your forehead. You should write them on their doorposts of your house and on your gates. Moses is even talking about a play-by-play about how you're supposed to do it. What he's saying, it ought to be an all-encompassing uh, uh, source of passion for you as a parent. Okay, so if you don't have a Bible verse written on, you know, uh, the front of your house or like the Pharisees or some people even still today, uh, putting phylacteries or putting, um, you know, the Bible in leather pouches on your forehead, you're not violating the scripture. I don't think you can make a case you're violating the scripture if you send your kids to public school unless you're doing it because you're lazy, unless you're doing it because you don't really care about what's being spoken into the life of your child. Um, the Wagner kids, every time I, I go um, with, with my friends to some of the great, amazing Christian schools that are in this area, I sit there and go, how can I not want my children here? Okay, if I could afford it, how can I not want my six kids to be raised in this incredible environment? And by the way, your, your kids go to public school, right? But our kids are in a public school. We chose to put them there because we wanted that to be a place that we could um, help them begin to process and interact with classmates who won't think like them, teachers who don't think like their parents specifically, but that they could be sources of salt and light in there. So the church is not just to be a, a place that's not a haven that's supposed to separate you from the world. The church is a place where you're to be equipped and a place that you can be developed so that you can be effective in the world. I have no problem with parents who want to homeschool their kids because that's their conviction. They believe that's the best way to equip their kids to serve the world. They've got to be salty and light to serve the world. And if your kids are not salt and light, it doesn't matter where they're in, homeschool, public school, Christian school, they're not going to be able to do what God wants them to do. And so I respect parents that go, hey, we're capable, we're able, and we're called, we think, to do it this way. Some parents go, we're going to do it, and we're going to supplement that with Christian education. And some say, we're going to raise our kids to fear the Lord as best we can. Those kids have got to make their own decision. We're going to teach them to honor God and love God with all their heart, soul, and, and, and might. But at the end of the day, we believe that putting them in public school and letting a, uh, a non-believing teacher teach them English, arithmetic, or even to expose them to different um, ideas about where we came from, I don't think it's a problem. Okay. Now, I tell my kids, you need to hear their arguments. You need to assess the strength and weaknesses of it. And let's put it up against the strength and weaknesses of what God's Word says. And so we're engaging in that on many levels. From a, uh, a creation standpoint, that conversation happens all the time with our kids. From a worldview standpoint, we had an, uh, an actual uh, incident this year where my kids raised their hand in class and said, I'm not really sure that's the best way. In fact, I am sure that's not the best way to teach that particular topic right now. And it actually changed the way the teacher began to address his class and an apology was made. So um, I love the fact that my kids are there, but I have no problem and the Bible has no restriction against homeschooling, even as it's, there's no restriction on not going to public school. I think you got to make it that decision for every child, every year, and, um, and, and not make it a test issue, where if you really love Jesus, you would homeschool. Or if you really love Jesus, you'd have your kids in the public school being salt and light. That's divisive and factious, and that definitely is a violation of Scripture. Great stuff. And so, awesome. So if you have any questions, comments about that, I'm sure folks will leave those in the comments below. We'd love to interact with you, engage with you, and, um, you know, interact any way we can. Be prayerful. 
Be mindful of all the admonitions of Scripture. Do your job as a parent to raise your children in the way of righteousness and the fear of the Lord. Be salt and light, whether you're a homeschooler or a public schooler. All right, we'll see you next week on another episode of Real Truth Real Quick.